Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Time. There's nothing more valuable. It's what drives everyone to make the most of every moment. We celebrate living large in the now. In a city where time disappears, we create experiences that electrify the soul and memories that will last forever. We go big, we go all night, and here, everyone is invited. So get loose and get loud. This is Circa. You'll have the time of your life. This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Hello and welcome to the Arash Markazi Show presented by the Sporting Tribune on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio in Southern California. 98.5 The Bet in Las Vegas on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. 95.1 FM and AM 760 in Hawaii. I am joined as always by Jihei Wiley. Jihei, how are you? I mean, it is a beautiful day in LA. Happy World or Happy Labor Day! Sorry, guys. Uh, it's awesome. Couldn't be any better. It's fantastic. Uh, great uh, weekend. Finally got some good weather in Southern California. And the reason I say that again, like everyone who's not living around here is saying, like, how can you complain? It's been hot. It's we we had the um, hurricane. We've, we've had the storms and uh, whatnot. So it's uh, it's good to uh, get some good weather. But we had some good news. Um, this weekend, uh, G. Hey, we had the debut of the Sporting Tribune today, hosted by our good friend Adrian Hernandez, and he had you know two blockbuster guests. He had uh, Shaquille O'Neal and Tom Glavin. So, kind of wanted to kind of give some love to those conversations. But before we did, G. Hey, uh, we've been talking a lot about Team USA, and uh, for, for the first time, and again. Not that they've really let me down, but for the first time with this loss to Lithuania, I'm not as confident as I was before about them going on to win the gold. I I do have to remember, however, even in the Olympics, when they didn't look so great at the beginning, when they got down to the win-or-go-home stage, they won, they advanced, they won the gold. So they they may do that here. This may be their one hiccup, their one slip-up of the tournament. But are you still confident that Team USA will go on to win the gold here in the World Cup? I mean, if we have to rely on one player for the entire time, no, I'm not as confident as you probably are. Um, I, I will say this. When it's time to step up, let us let us pray and let us hope that Team USA will step up. Yeah. I mean, I, I, here's the thing. Like, Austin Reeves had a bad game, and, like, people wanted to place the blame on him for the loss. And I said, my goodness. I mean, like, where are we at? right now in the state of basketball and the state of Team USA basketball in particular, where like if Austin Reeves has an off night, Team USA can't beat Lithuania. I do love the development that that Austin Reeves has had. I think it's fantastic that he is one of the clutch players on this team. I love the fact that he is one of the best players on this team, but you do have to realize there's enough talent on this roster that that if Austin Reeves has an off night in his first one of the tournament, uh, that you have enough talent on this team to advance. Uh, the, the, the other team that, that lost that we all thought was, was gonna, you know, perhaps play USA in the gold medal game is Canada. So perhaps all these teams are, are gonna have one off night and maybe not play as well as we think that they uh, could. But it's, but it's been fun. And again, I do like 
that these uh that 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 the times of the games have improved a little bit. I mean, like anytime you have a tip off or a start at one o'clock in the morning, that's not doable. But if it's five a.m., if it's five thirty, yes, I can perhaps get up a little bit to totally for that. Um, but GK, I, I do want to kind of again, as I mentioned at the top of the show, we we had the debut of the Sporting Tribune today. It is a radio and television show. It, it is on uh, Believe TV on Fubo TV. Uh, so if you uh, you know, and, and to be honest, a lot of streaming platforms as well. So if you have Roku, for example, uh, it's on many of the streaming television channels there. So it was a really big moment for us uh, <clears throat> for the folks who are a part of the show. So during the course of of um, of the year and of the week uh, you'll be seeing a lot of us and a lot of the talent at the sporting tribune on the sporting tribune today but without any further ado wanted to give some love for the first big guest and you don't get any bigger than this the first big guest of the sporting tribune and by the way love the love that uh, shaquille o'neal has for um adrian hernandez in this conversation you could tell that he really likes him a lot but without any further ado let's go down to the first guest of the sporting tribune today the one and only big diesel himself shaquille o'neal ladies and gentlemen an nba champion a multiple time nba champion and an nba hall of famer is in the building before we bring him in we got to talk about why he's here because he's here with the purpose and here for a great cause the shaquille o'neal foundation is getting ready for the third annual fundraising gala it's called the event presented by pepsi stronger together taking place a saturday october 7th at mgm grand garden arena here in las vegas you can go get your tickets right now access.com find out more info for the shack foundation.org shack we're in the off season thank you so much for making time how are you my friend first of all i'll always make time for the great adrian <laughs> hernandez hernandez that's the radio drop that. if you want to use it <laughs> No, but you just talk about tickets. I also need to mention those tickets start off at fifty dollars, and there will be some star-studded people there. Uh, you know me. Last year it was her. Um, we have, we've had Justin Bieber in the past. We've had uh, you, you know uh, who else have we had? Who yeah, else Adam have we had? Bean last year, John yeah, Mulaney last year. Last it was a year, great time last year. Yes, it was a great time. But see, I got flustered there a little bit because I just I just had to remember that her performance. She was so mesmerizing. Oh my God, that, that young lady, wow. She, she brought the house out of that year. But anyway, the tickets start off at $50. Uh, it's called the event, October 7th. It benefits the Shaquille O'Neal Foundation. And the purpose of the Shaquille O'Neal Foundation, we help those in need. You know, I'm gonna give you the same answer next year, next year, next year, next year. We help children in need, especially in Vegas and Atlanta. We do stuff all across the country, but with the main focus in Atlanta, in Vegas. And you ask why those cities, that's where I live at. No, hundred percent. And look, that that's one of the things I was going to say, like I've been here for five years. And one of the things I've enjoyed is you're out here in the community with your foundation. You got your businesses. I know you've been at a couple aces games with CP three now on the aces. Um, but for you heading into year three of this event, what's been the most rewarding part of this process? I mean, just just being able to you know help those kids. I remember one time in Vegas, I'm I'm on the street and the guy was like, "Hey man, there's this basketball court in, in the roughest part of Vegas. No, nobody want to come in there." I was like, "What?" And we went in the area and you know we we fixed it up and, and just, we had a great event out there. And, you know, just you know just stuff like that. I I know how important it is to have that. That's what I had. You know, you see all these kids now with the trainers. Hey, bro, I didn't have that. I had to go outside and play. 
know, when you go outside, you want to play at least on some concrete that's level. Like I played on unlevel concrete, but at least you want to have some nice nets or some nice chain nets. So I wanted to give those kids that opportunity. And, and a single a, rim too, by the way. Single rim yeah, too, not double rim. Exactly, the single rim. But it'll be a great story 20 years from now. A kid coming out of Vegas, hey, how'd you start? Man, Shaq built the court. I worked on my game every day. You know what I'm saying? So those those stories always have like a full circle moment. But it's the right thing to do. My purpose on this earth is to just make people smile. I don't want to look. We we know what I did in basketball. You know what I'm doing as a DJ. I want to be the guy that hey, when you're in the store with your mom and your mom always want to take care of you, she want to buy you the thousand dollar computer. But you know, Mister Hernandez, growing up, mom spent a thousand dollars on computers, then bills gonna be set back. Hundred percent. Be set back. So I want to be the guy that hey. If I can help a mom give her son a computer, he'd get all A's, he'd become a doctor and a lawyer. That's what I will do. And like to your point, like I, I want people to understand, like just talking to people around the city, like you've you have that impact on people, right? You're a legend and you make someone's day talking to them for five minutes, uh, taking a selfie with them, whatever the case, or helping out like you have. And I want I want to ask you, like, is there one moment in particular that really hits you hard emotionally? Like you're like, damn. You know, I didn't know that I could have this effect on people or when that started. So I take pride in being the biggest tipper in the world. So I allow people to tell me what they want. And one time I asked this lady, how much you want? Oh, my God, I'm not going to do that in professional. What you want? She said 500. I gave her 5,000. And she went, got crying. I'm like, lady, I'm like, lady, if some people get take a picture of you crying, they're going to think I was rude. Stop. She said, I didn't know how I was going to pay my rent and I just, you know, just, it just happened. Cause she, bro, it takes a lot to wait on tables, bro. And I was looking at other tables and people were being disrespectful and rude. And I kind of wanted to get up and like punch just to like cause a brawl in a restaurant. But I was like, you know what? These guys are being buttheads. Let me go and make her day. So thank you, darling. I appreciate you, honey. And I could tell she was there a long night. She was just tired. And I was like, all right, what do you want for a tip? But she's very polite. Because some people, when you tell them, oh, I want 20000 like, I don't have 20000 today, but I have 1000 So she's like, uh, whatever you want to do. And then she put five, and like, she was scared to put the 500 But she was just so nice and so sweet. I said, I give her 5000 That's But that's probably like one of my, one of my favorite, favorite ones. Just, just making somebody smile. But it wasn't about the money. She was like, hey, I didn't know I was going to pay my rent. And boom, yeah. boom, 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 boom. So. As long as I can help and do that. Now, that's amazing. And before we get out of here, I know you got a million people to talk to. So I'm going to hit you with the speed round. But first, let's get to the important part. The Shaq Shaquille O'Neal Foundation Gala. The event happening Saturday, October 7th. MGM Grand Garden Arena. Tickets start at 50 bucks, like Shaq said earlier. Get your tickets at access.com. And for more info, shaqfoundation.org. All right, Shaq, you ready for the speed round? Let's do it. Hip-hop just celebrated its 50 years. And of course... You got a couple albums and you got a couple features. Rest in peace to Fife Dog, Mob Deep, uh, Biggie, Hove. What was your favorite memory of being in the studio if you can only pick one? So after my first album, I changed my mindset. Let me explain. Oh, I'm a rapper now. Bah, 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 bah. Oh, you sell a million albums. No disrespect to the, the, the art form or the rappers. I don't work hard. And I'm very proud of him. But that first check did nothing for me, my brother. I was like, 
that for real, this is it. So then I Dive records, right? Yeah. So then I changed my mindset. I'm going to appreciate the moments because Notorious B.I.G., no check could amount to that. Mob Deep, no check could amount to that. Fife Dog, no check could amount to that. I probably have the best discography of a non-rapper. So those moments, especially when I built the studio in my house, those guys that come down and we chop it up, that's what I did it for. Because four or five years before that, I was just like every other kid. I was a fan. So now they have the opportunity to rock with these guys. That was the moment that I lived for. That's the moment I continue to live for now. Like, because I did all the rapper stuff. I was like, bro, this little chick, I'm, I don't want to be a rapper no more. Just let me be a guy that just wants to rap with his favorite artist. Because, you know, I love it. I love it. And that's what it was for me. So after I changed my mentality, I, I became a little bit more successful. But now you got a couple guys out there trying to challenge me, talking about they're the best ever athlete records. That'll never happen. I'll never give up my spot. All right, Dame Lillard, shots have been fired. Okay, two more real quick. Dame is my friend. And we and we had a battle, and we called and thanked each other. I was like, Dame, that was my first like hip-hop rap battle. It was so fun. But Dame, Dame is great. But you, but, but you got to understand, in competition, like, for example, I know you sit back and say nobody's show is bigger than yours. But there's a guy across town that says he has a number one show. Competition is what makes our country great. And get complacent. That's what I'm saying. But if if, 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 we could have competition without people getting crazy, it'd be good. Like Dame says, he's the best. Okay, drop something. I say I'm the best, drop something. Let the fans, let the fans say, like, figure out who it is. Not, oh boy, hey, you did, uh, uh. The battle competition is fun, but no, Dame, Dame, Dame is nice. Dame is very nice. Uh, let's move on with two more. Uh, D Wade obviously just celebrated him getting inducted into the Hall of Fame, which is amazing. You called it when you got there 19 years ago. Um, to this day, are you still shocked that the Mavericks continued to triple team you all through that 06 finals? Yeah, because I was because I was playing terrible, but everybody knows that I don't like to, to play two terrible games in a row. So they, they probably thought, okay, he played bad, but when Shaq is mad, he's gonna go crazy. And I was still the Shaq, but I wasn't the Shaq. But it worked out, it you know, worked out perfectly. And you know, they double team because I'm I'm a I'm an unselfish guy. If I'm if I'm shooting two for ten, I'm not gonna shoot four for twenty. I'm not gonna take another ten shots. Like, hey, I'm off. And I was playing terrible at the free throw line. They went to hack and check a couple times, but that game three, when I needed to step up, I did, but so that's when me and D-Way had our first little, I'm like, hey, man, what you going to do? Because he was so respectful. He was always looking out for me. Like, oh, Shaq, nah, man, forget all that. This your time. And once I told him it's his time, he knew what to do with it. And uh, last question, and this is Synergy because you brought up going four for 20. Uh, what's your reaction to James Harden and what he did uh, commenting on Daryl Morey in China? You know, I try to stay out of people's business. But as a fan, I like to just sit back and watch how it unfolds. Obviously, it's personal. Yeah. Obviously, it's personal. So, but I don't, I don't know James like that. I don't know Daryl Morey like that. I know it's my job to comment on situations like that. But I try not to get personal with these guys, especially when I don't have the information. Like a lot of people still say, "Hey, you did this, you did that." I say, "Yeah," because this is what they did, and this is my reaction. Yeah. Oh, you. That's it. Like you did it. This is my reaction. You don't like my like. I I try not to bash these guys. I try to speak 
And I'm allowed to speak on these things because I have G14 classification. Like, right, you have the number one show in Vegas, which gives you G14 classification. You ain't no, you ain't no downstairs backroom podcast. You number one, been doing it around. So when you say it, it's legit. And you say it because you're an experienced guy and you can't say it. So, but again, I don't know. I saw it, you know, just like everybody else saw it, but I'm going to just sit back and see how it unfolds. No. And, I- you, and you know how it's going to unfold? Have a meeting. I apologize, boom, boom, boom. Or, oh, yeah, I'm a liar. All right, well, I'm about to send you to Portland then. Either way. Fixers Bucks, first week on TNT. And that's it. And listen, that's the only two ways this thing can unfold. They ain't going to fight. They ain't going to argue. He may get fined, but either they're going to have a meeting in Philly, they're going to apologize, or, oh, I'm a liar. Okay, well, now I'm about to send you to any team that you don't want to be at. So, We'll just sit back. There it is. Well, Shaq, thanks for talking a little bit of basketball with us. Um, thank you for all you do here in Las Vegas. Uh, yeah. And thank you for the time. We look forward to seeing you at some Aces games. And again, remember, everybody, Saturday, October 7th at the MGM, MGM Grand Garden Arena, the event being thrown by the Shaquille O'Neal Foundation. Get your tickets right now, access.com. They start at 50 bucks. And for more info, head over to ShaqFoundation.org. Shaquille, keep being a legend, my man. You too, brother. Love you. All right. That was Shaquille O'Neal again. He, uh, by the way, a lot of people don't know that he lives in Las Vegas. So he's, uh, he's been a very big supporter of the WNBA out there going out to Las Vegas to face his games. The sitting courtside has a big event in Las Vegas, uh, at the MGM Grand coming up on October 7th. And, uh, you know, GA, whenever people ask, you know, how is GA a Clippers fan? I, I always remind them, I said, actually, GA was a Lakers fan. And then Shaquille O'Neal left the Lakers. Is she stopping a Lakers fan? Uh, is that true? Did I remember that correctly? It seems like you were a big fan of Shaquille O'Neal. I love me some Diesel, guys. Love me some Diesel. He, by the way, great DJ. He is an amazing DJ. Um, if you could ever go and see him live, he is phenomenal. Do not miss him. Love me some Shaq Diesel. And that is very true, Rosh. I stopped being a Lakers fan the second that Shaq left. LA and uh, went to Miami. I just, he was, he used to practice at my high school. Um, all of his free throws, he practiced them over there at Miracosta High. L- love me some Shaq Diesel. I was very disappointed. Like, that, that man cannot be nicer. He yeah. cannot be more enthusiastic, more nicer to the South Bay. Like, love this place. Like, it was legitimately his hope. So, um, yeah, I, I was really, really bummed when Shaq left LA. Uh, you, you can't get it. Also, I'm a huge fan of the Big Man game as well. Yeah. So the second that Shaq left, I was just like, oh, we're, we're missing a gem right there. Like, I just was so bummed when he left LA. So, I think, yeah, I, I cannot be more of a big diesel fan. I think so many people felt that way because, I mean, you, you had this amazing run with Shaq and Kobe. They win three straight championships. They play in four NBA finals and following the one finals that they lost. I mean, everything... Uh, just disintegrated, and it was very clear that you know Shaq wanted to leave, or at least wanted Kobe to leave, and Phil Jackson felt the same way. And and, and Dr. Jerry Buss at that time did make the right call. I mean, he went with a younger uh, player, um, you know, and Phil eventually did come back. And to be honest, I mean, the the Lakers got lucky that they found another Hall of Fame big man in Pau Gasol that enabled them to go back to the finals three more times, win back-to-back championships. But, you know, there's always that feeling, right, G.A., that, like, if they had stayed together, 
uh, you know, how many more titles could they have won? But he just meant a lot to Los Angeles. And, um, you know, the kids of Los Angeles, and, I, and I'm so glad that time heals all wounds. I mean, that's the statue that he has in front of formerly Staples Center, now Crypto.com Arena, of him dunking. It's the only unique statue. Uh, it is so cool t- to see that. No, absolutely. I mean, again, a huge fan of the big game. I think my mom, like, instilled that in me, uh, that traditional big man game, and he just exemplified that. Right. And also, like, you can't, like you said, Arash, you can't get any bigger than Shaq. He just was larger than life, like, to the fullest. So I, I was very bummed when he left, but um, he, and I think that that, uh, uh, that statue actually, like, exemplified, like, what he really truly oh, yeah. meant to LA. Right. Um, you get, again, you can't get any bigger than Shaq. And, Nicest guy on the planet. He actually he really is. Story. Yeah, great, great, su- super quick story. He um, went and visited my little brother in the locker room when they were playing pack uh, their little tournament or whatever, and just said thank you so much and you guys are doing great. You know, just really, really, truly meant so much to the community. So just wonderful guy. Amazing guy. And again, you, you hear those stories all the time. How how great a guy Shaq is. All right, let's leave it there for now. When we come back. Have more conversations. We will hear from Tom Glavin when we come back right here on the Mightier 1090 in Southern California, the bet in Las Vegas, and the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. We'll be right back with the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Time. There's nothing more valuable. It's what drives everyone to make the most of every moment. We celebrate living large in the now. In a city where time disappears, we create experiences that electrify the soul and memories that will last forever. We go big, we go all night, and here, everyone is invited. So get loose and get loud. This is Circa. You'll have the time of your life. This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Welcome back to the Arash Markazi Show presented by the Sporting Tribune on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio in Southern California. 98.5 The Bet in Las Vegas on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. 95.1 FM and AM 760 Y. Just as a reminder, if you have a question or comment or want to win tickets to an upcoming game in Southern California, Las Vegas, or Hawaii, call our hotline 310-400-0340. Uh, before we head out to the Circus Sports Guest Hotline, where uh, we're going to hear from Tom Glavin, Armani Buckets, we were talking uh, in the first segment that all of a sudden now it's like it, it, it is team USA can they only go as far as Austin Reeves can lead them like <laughs> he has his worst performance of the tournament uh and they lose to Lithuania now I'm, I'm I don't want to get too ahead of myself because again people have to remember in, in the Olympics they didn't look that great at the beginning then they get into the elimination stage in the you know winner go home period and they go on and they win the entire thing that they win gold obviously a different team here are you a little bit nervous after their first loss well absolutely i mean the thing is you cannot manufacture chemistry arash i think that all these international teams the one thing that they have in common especially these european teams like lithuania 
they play together from a very, very young age. They may not have the same talent as Team USA, but they know how to play with one another. And that makes all the difference in the world. Not only that, we all know that all these opponents treat this game like it's the biggest game of their lives. We saw the fans, the Lithuanian fans in the crowd. What an atmosphere and environment that they created and then they just feed off of that confidence. Nobody is scared of this Team USA. <laughs> that is so different from the Team USA's that I remember watching growing up. But this team is not feared. And honestly, you know, we've mentioned it before with Brandon. They play a lot of isolation basketball. Yesterday on the telecast, they kept mentioning that Steve Kerr wants to get the ball moving, wants to get the ball moving. As good as Anthony Edwards is, and he's amazing, he is a very, like, I-need-to-score type of player yeah. rather than a facilitator. This team is flawed in its roster construction. If they win, it's just because of sheer talent. And I, I really don't think they're going to win, but I, I hope they do. Wait, so let, let me ask you in the last couple minutes before we hear from Tom Glavin here. Uh, you know, we, we, we thought Team Canada was the team to beat. They lose as well. Who's going to beat Team USA? It's tough to say, but I honestly think... Anybody could really beat them. It just depends on the given day. You're asking if Team USA can win three in a row without stumbling. I Obviously, I think that each game they will be favored in, and they should be. But, you know, Germany looks really good. I am a little bit nervous about Dennis Schroeder almost wanting to punch his coach in the face. That coach was way out of line, by the way. Like, this yes. is not like an AAU tournament. This is Dennis Schroeder. Like, I, I don't know if you guys watch, but, like, you got to watch the game. I mean, he slams his... A clipboard and like grab Dennis Schroeder like he's a child. It's, uh, yeah. it's too much. You know, honestly, Latvia, Latvia's looked really good. They play Germany in the next game. Um, and, and honestly, what happens if USA rematches Lithuania in the finals? Does USA, what changes? I know Lithuania made a lot of three point shots, but I feel like Lithuania is going to be tough to beat even in a rematch. I feel like they could beat USA again. Yeah, it's going to be. It's going to be very, now I'm going to start watching. Now, now that, now that these games are like, you know, 5 a.m., 5.30, 5.45, 6 a.m., around that time slot, I could do it. Okay. Uh, let's now go again. The Sporting Tribune today made its debut on the televisions. If you have Roku, if you've had, if you've got Fubu, uh, Fubo TV, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, was really cool to see. The Sporting Tribune today, and uh, we had two big guests, and that's why I, I wanted to replay their conversations to, for you today. We heard Shaq in the first segment. Now, uh want to hear from one of my all-time favorite pitchers. Very lucky to have him as the second segment guest. The one and only Atlanta Braves Hall of Fame pitcher. The one and only Tom Glavin. Joining us on behalf of Pepsi Zero Sugar and Sam's Club, Tom Glavin. Also, of course, Braves Games Analyst, Bally Sports South and Southeast as well. As we start off, I know you're in Atlanta right now at Sam's Club. Let's start it off with this. Can we confirm Sam's Club has the best pretzels in the country? Right, Tom? <laughs> yes, we can. I'll confirm that. Yes, absolutely. That Thank you. And, and here's the key, everybody. 
ask for extra butter unless you're on a diet. Just don't. No salt, extra butter. You'll be good to go. I'm a veteran when it comes to pretzels uh, at Sam's Club. But uh, let, let's talk about some baseball and let, let's talk about some fun, man. You guys are having a ton of fun, not only because of the team's success, but you guys in the booth. Uh, they're, they're writing articles about it. People around the country are noticing you and Jeff Franco are having a whole bunch of fun. Of course, the alumni as well. Uh, tell me about that experience getting to do this with your former teammates. You know, it was a ton of fun. Um, you know, when they came to me uh, the first time and asked me about doing it, of course, I was like, yeah, you know, if everybody's on board, I'm on board. Sounds like it could be a lot of fun. Um, you know, and, and it was. I mean, you know, we weren't sure exactly what to expect. Um, you know, we knew kind of the premise of what they wanted, which was to just go on there and kind of have a in a bar, having a beer, and people are watching the game with you. And, and I think we did that. I think that came across. I think people enjoyed it. Um, you know, it helped that we had an unbelievable game the first time uh, with a, you know, very uh, back-and-forth offensive game and a walk-off homer. So, you know, all the elements were there for a great game and a great broadcast, and we had fun with it. And, you know, the second go-round, we tried to be a little bit more – mindful of a little bit of play-by-play and a little bit of taking folks to break at at the end of innings but you know the premise was the same just have fun and and you know be conversational and uh you know let the fans at home hear some stories and and hear us talk about some things that they don't hear every day so i think it i think it went well and and uh you know i'm sure it's the kind of thing they're going to want to do um a little bit more as as we move ahead but um you know we'll see we'll see where it goes and, and days removed, this this might be the most important question of the interview. Are you truly satisfied with your home run call? Because personally, I thought it was great. <laughs> I was. Listen, you you want to talk about a lot of pressure. I mean, there was a lot of build up to that. And, <laughs> and you know, I kind of felt like I, I could, I only had one way to go, which was to fail. So, um, you know, because again, you want it to live up to the hype, but, you know, never having done it, who knows. But I think I... I tried to just kind of stay in the moment and I thought about some things that I may want to say or may not want to say, but ultimately I just wanted to try to react to the moment. I felt like I did. I felt like it was fun. I felt like it was a little bit different side of me that people don't normally see. So I thought it was all right. And look, as people are watching this, uh, we'll be sure to play that highlight. Like, I thought you did great, and, and you'll have plenty <laughs> more with the Braves and the success. And when you talk about, you know, broadcasting and everything, on the flip side of what just happened a couple of days ago with Ronald Acuna Jr., like, fans running onto the field happens every day, right? There's always some jackass that does it. But this just seemed different. It was weird. The hug was like... It felt like it was forever until security finally got there and stuff. Uh, what do you make of, of that incident that happened at the Rocky Stadium? It was funny. I didn't see it, and I saw the, the I saw the highlight of it, and it was funny because my wife showed it to me, and she used the same word you just used. She's like, this is really weird. And, and when I watched it, it was weird. Um, you know, the one guy kind of came out, and they – you know, he kind of peacefully went off the field and then the second guy just kind of went nuts. And, you know, look at it. It's, it's the kind of thing that I'm not going to say you worry about every time you go on the field, but it's, you know, it's certainly in the back of guys' minds from time to time. And when it happens, you know, it certainly is something you think about more. Um, I don't know what took people so long to get on the field. Um, you know, well, like it was in slow motion, right? Nothing happened. It wasn't. Yeah. It seemed like it. Right. And, And I'm just, you know, I'm thankful obviously that, nothing serious happened to Ronald. Um, you know, when I saw Ronald kind of 
fall backwards over the one dude that was on the ground, you know, you're thinking to yourself, oh, my God, don't hurt. You know, he just got over a knee injury. That's the last thing you want to see happen. So, um, yeah, it's just a, it's a weird thing, and I'm just I'm thankful that, you know, by and large, that hasn't happened much in today's game. But I think it's a, you know, it was a good reminder for everybody, players and security alike, that that stuff's possible and you got to be ready for it. Yeah, and I do have to ask you, like, looking back at your career, you know, good or bad, is there a, a crazy fan interaction that sticks out? And like I said, it could be it could be a, a bad incident or someone going over the top or a good one that, like, he fully dressed up in this poster or whatever the case. Um, is there one that sticks out for you? You know, I don't, I don't think I remember any. You know, I think there was maybe the occasional streaker here and there, but, um, you know, in terms of, you know, people coming on the field. I I honestly don't remember much of it, but I think that was in a time where, you know, um, I think everybody was a little bit more vigilant and mindful of it. Um, I think that, you know, a lot of places uh, it, it was, it was probably a much worse ending for the person who ran on the field in those days uh, than it is for today's guys. Um, you know, I'm sure a lot of those guys back in my day, if they got, when they got caught out in the field and taken down underneath the stand somewhere, it was probably not a pleasant experience for them. Um, <laughs> but I'm, I don't know how much of that goes on anymore. So, um, you know, I, I just think that by and large, the word has gotten out that it's just, it's not a good idea. No, a hundred percent. And, and to get on the actual field uh, with the Braves and their success, of course, uh, we're heading towards the playoff closing out here with September and the regular season, uh, Ronald and the MVP race with Mookie Betts. How do you, how do you see this playing out? Um, you know, I'll be honest with you, I kind of forgot about, about Mookie. I know he's having a great year, but, um, you know, I think Ronald's certainly top of the conversation. Uh, Mookie's having a great year. Freddie Freeman's been having a great year. You know, Matt Olson, I think made a run there when he got really hot and hit a bunch of home runs. Um, he's cooled off a little bit in terms of the home run ball, but looking, listen, there are guys, there are a lot of guys that are worthy of being in the conversation. Uh, certainly Ronald having a historic year or, or at least being on the cusp. Uh, of a historic year where 30 homers and 60 stolen bases, something that's never been done before, uh, certainly um, enhances him his talk. Um, but listen, you know, Ronald, whether he wins MVP or not, um, I think he's he's probably the only reason I say probably is you got to put Otani in the conversation. You know, probably the most dynamic player in the game. You know, he can he we talk about five tool players. Uh, and I, th- I think sometimes that term gets used a little bit liberally, but Ronald truly is that five-two guy. He can beat you so many ways, you know. And and there are not a lo- there are guys in the game who can do some of the things Ronald can do, but there isn't anybody in the game that can do all of the things Ronald can do, and that's what makes him such a special player. Tom Glavin joining us on behalf of Pepsi Zero Sugar in Sam's Club. And I got to be honest with you, Tom, this show does air in Southern California. And you saying that about Mookie Betts, I, I know a couple Dodgers ears uh, uh, peaked up. But I do have to ask you of, of what everyone's thinking that's going to happen in the NLCS, which is the Braves versus the Dodgers. And as we head towards the playoffs, just overall with the Braves, like how do you see this playing out? Well, it'd be hard. It'd be hard to think that it's not going to end up being the Braves and the Dodgers and the NLCS. But listen, um, you know, I think we thought that last year too. And and you know, the uh, the Padres had other other envisioned other things. So um, you know, you never know. I mean, that's the danger of the postseason. It's a short series. Anything can happen. 
Um, so you just don't ever know, right? The best team doesn't always win. The hottest team wins sometimes. So, um, but look, I'd be hard pressed to, to bet against the Braves and the Dodgers being in the NLCS. And I think this, uh, this series they have coming up this weekend is going to be a lot of fun to watch, you know, from that standpoint, both teams are really good. Both teams are playing really good baseball. Um, so I think it's going to be fun to watch. I think the players and everybody are going to downplay it, which they should, um, what happens this weekend will have no bearing and what happens potentially a month from now. And I think everybody knows that, but it's still going to be fun to watch and kind of speculate where both teams are and, you know, who has advantages in different, different positions or different places on the field. Hey, uh, Tom, before we get out of here, uh, of course, you're here on behalf of Pepsi Zero Sugar and Sam's Club. So if you could speak on them, um, but also my final question too, is you have one item in your house to impress someone walking in, what would that item be? Um, all right. Uh, so first off, I'm, yeah, I'm here in Atlanta at Sam's Club and McDonough and uh, hanging out with some folks here for the end of the summer, which is always fun and, and certainly talking a lot of Braves baseball. But uh, Pepsi Zero Sugar, Sam's Club are hosting a sweepstakes that allows baseball and hot dog fans alike to savor the end of the hot dog season. So beginning today through September the 30th to celebrate the $1.38 pricing, 138 winners will receive a Sam's Club gift card worth $100. All fans have to do is share a video or a photo of their Pepsi Zero Sugar and Sam's Club Cafe Hot Dog combo on Instagram or TikTok by tagging at Pepsi and at Sam's Club and by using the hashtag Sam's Club Hot Dog Combo, hashtag Better with Pepsi, and hashtag Sweepstakes in order to qualify to win one of those prizes. So uh, hopefully folks will get out and do that. And as far as my one item to impress people, um, man, that's a really good question. Maybe uh, it depends if um, if my wife's Bentley is in the driveway when they pull up, then they'll probably Ooh. be impressed by that. Ooh. Wow. He said forget the trophies. Notice, notice I said notice I said my wife's Bentley, not mine. Um but, yeah, once you get in the house, I guess, yeah, that's, you know, you bring up a good point. I don't know. Um, I'm obviously fond of my Cy Young Awards. I'm really fond of my uh, World Series MVP trophy. But, um, man, maybe um, maybe the uh, maybe the uh, rep, rep, replica, sorry, replica, easy for me to say, the replica, replica plaque of me in Cooperstown would probably be my best one. Man, you got a lot of options and all of those answers qualified. And by the way, <laughs> fellas, notice how he said his wife said his key. Remember what I said at the beginning of the interview, Sam's Club has the best pretzels. And remember to enter this contest to get yourself hooked up with Pepsi Zero Sugar and Sam's Club. Tom, it's been a pleasure. We hope to talk to you soon, my friend. All right, man. Thank you. I appreciate the time. All right, that was Tom Glavin. Again, I mean, you can't really beat that as a one-two punch to begin the Sporting Tribune today. With uh, Shaq in the first segment, Tom Glavin in the second segment. Darwani Buckets, you were a big baseball fan back in the day. Probably a little bit too young to remember Tom Glavin. But when I was growing up, like the Atlanta Braves, all their games were on Superstation TBS back in the day. There were two Superstations. There was the WGN in Chicago, as you well know, and TBS. And so I, I watched a hefty amount of uh, Cubs games and Braves games. Uh, do you remember Tom Glavin at all, Armani Buckets? 
Of course, Tom Glavin, <laughs> Greg Maddox, John Smoltz, the That's three-headed right. trio. And what I remember from them, you know, I was very young, but I remember that they kind of paved the way for for the Cubs to have, you know, Kerry Wood, Mark Pryor, yeah. their own aces. Um, yes, I do remember it, Arash. I remember, uh, vaguely remember, you know, knowing about the Atlanta Braves, the dynasty that they had in the 90s there. Um, and now maybe a new dynasty starting to form in Atlanta, by the way. They look amazing. I don't know if you guys mentioned that in Seg 1. Well, but- we did it only because it was really the disappointing uh, series for the Dodgers. At least that they uh, got one yesterday uh, and avoided the sweep. But, yeah, I mean, I think everyone's been looking at, at this uh, season and saying that this is a two-team race in terms of, you know, who's probably going to be playing in the National League Championship Series. It'll probably be the Braves and the Dodgers. But the Braves very clearly showcased in Los Angeles why they are the team to beat, why they are the favorites. Um, yeah, that was a, a rough series to watch. By the way, Kobe Day, they had Kobe Day. Um, what, 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 I forgot what they called it. If it wasn't, it was either Kobe night or Lakers night, but the the Mamba jerseys that they had, and they had the Natalia Bryant throughout the first pitch. That was so nice. That was so beautiful. That drone show, by the way, was oh, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That drone show was uh, like, nothing will compare. Like, that was in- incredible. I don't know if you guys saw the drone show. I saw the highlights crazy. online, but I've even heard, like, you have to see it in person, you know? So, yeah. I mean, as much as I enjoyed uh, people recording it and, and seeing it, it's had our money buckets. I, I know we would have loved to have gone. I mean, those tickets... For those jerseys sold out so fast. And I really wish that they would have made those jerseys available uh, to the entire stadium. What it was, it was a, a special ticket package. Uh, but I don't know if I've seen tickets uh, fly out as fast as it was for those Kobe jersey tickets. Yeah, it would have been amazing to go to. I know we're running out of time here. I had a question for you, Arash. Yep. Speaking of attending games, will you be attending now? The USC Colorado game in about a month from now. Are you planning? Well, to? so that's in Colorado. So that you know, I mean, the, now it's like, okay, do I want to hop on a plane? Like, I, I, as much as I love Deion Sanders, and it was very funny uh, <laughs> him getting into it with the media. That that would be on my short list of games to go to. Yes, you got USC Notre Dame. That game is in South Bend. So that's a possibility. USC Colorado. I'm very excited. By the way, this is probably the most exciting season in Pac-12 history as it's going up in flames. So, you know. Uh, but by the way, we, we do have to kind of slow our roll. And a, a big win. Yes, did they go on the road? They beat TCU, a team that played in the championship game a year ago, a team that was in the top 15 this year. We'll see how good TCU is. And if they're not any good, and I mean, it does seem Dion and Colorado are doing a victory dance. And by the way, they should. He took over a one-win team. But we'll see how good Colorado is. But, I mean, by the way, if you took the, like, over, I think Circus Sports had their uh, win total at three and a half. It looks like they're going to at least hit the um, over on that. But, uh, again, so thrilled to have the Sporting Tribune today on television. We had Shaq. We had Tom Glavin. So that's all the time we have for today. Happy Labor Day, everyone. Uh, Let's do it again tomorrow. Until then, this is Arash Markazi saying stay safe and stay healthy. This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Hustle for the cash, so it's hard to knock it. Everybody got their own thing, currency chasing. Worldwide through the hard times, worrying faces. Shed tears as we worry brothers close to home. 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.